Assalamu alaikum guys. Welcome back to the Word Fairs. So um, I am back with another episode this week. Thank you so much for showing all of your love and support on the last episode. It was absolutely amazing. A lot of you guys tuned in and I had some really good conversations with some of you about it. And um, obviously for any other episodes or going on forwards, if you guys would like to talk about it or any of the conversations we have, you can always, always, always message me on Instagram and Twitter. Just send me a DM or just go on to my website and fill out a little contact form at the bottom and I will get back to your emails straight away. So this week we have a very, very, very special guest on the episode um, and <laughs> <laughs> you can hear it already. Um, well, so basically we've been wanting to do this episode, I think pretty much from the very first time I ever started this podcast. Um, and I don't know what kind of was putting us off it. We got so busy. University hit us like a truck. Uh, exams hit us like a truck. The pandemic came in the way. And then we just got so busy. But, but, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, we are here for our very first episode. So I'd really like to invite and introduce my bestest friend, my like longest friend of my whole life, Rabia Nasir, onto the podcast. So, Rabia, do you want to say hey. hello? <laughs> your mic is it not working it's fine go on i just wanted to oh my i was God. scaring okay. you hi hi guys um i'm rabia um obviously kind of has spoken about me quite a few times on the podcast which i'm always really happy about Great. um but i am her longest friend and we've been together for like what 10 years plus uh, i think yeah so we met in reception Definitely. Was it reception? Yeah, because I, yes. Yeah, oh my God, yeah, it was. It was reception. Yeah. So how old are you when you're in reception? Like four? I think we were around it's four, four or five. Yeah, it's like four or five. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, so and now, and now, now we're, we're 21. <gasps> oh, okay, ooh, deep this. I was I was thinking this, you know, next, next year we're going to be 22. Inshallah. Yes. Can you believe Inshallah that? Inshallah we are. And that's, very scary if you think about it. I think it's a bit too Believing scary. Even our mid twenties, literally, like we're not even. That's so weird. Our teenage years are like by the time we turn twenty-two, they'll be like two years in the past. Does that make sense? Or like three years. <laughs> we'll I can't be remember. closer to our mid twenties next um, year than we were to our teenagers. Stop. Teenage years. Oh my god. I just, ah, I just realized that. That's actually crazy. Oh my god. Oh my god. Anyways, sorry, we got to the sidetrack. We, we, how do I say this? We're very different, but yeah, very hundred percent same on a lot of things yeah. at the same time. Okay, He's so going down. God, this, this is the, okay. So this is the crazy thing. Um, when you talk about friends, right, and friendships and that, I think naturally you expect friends to have to like be sisters or something right like to have the same likes to have the same personality to have the same interests and stuff yeah. and I think this is the craziest thing because in reality I'd say me you and even like Miriam right if Miriam Jahangir is listening to this like special shout out her to her because literally it's a trio the thing is the way all three of us kind of like sync and we out we 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 don't we don't sync at the same time is crazy because like yeah. here's the thing so what is your number one love my number one love art yeah. yes art and yeah. my number one love I don't know my number one love but <laughs> I genuinely I genuinely think your number one love would be either some type 
of communication that type yeah, of thing. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Whether that's writing, whether it's this podcast, 100%. something along them lines. You lo- you love yeah, communicating like content so- and stuff. somehow and letting your thoughts out. So I'd say that's your yeah, that's your number one love. And like the crazy thing is when it comes to like our hobbies and interests and everything, I like you and Miriam, like you guys like literally bond oh, over yeah. K pop. Guys, if you're listening to this yeah. podcast <laughs> and if you are a fan of K pop oh. anime, if you are into Korean dramas, if and that does not count Squid Game, okay, that does not include Squid Game because reality in reality Squid Game yeah. is a popular show. So if you are actually a K pop fan, please, please get in touch with this girl. Like I will literally drop her handles everywhere because you guys can have conversations for life. Like and Miriam, like no, you guys can is. have conversations. Is it's not even the people who like K-pop who are the weird ones. It's the ones who don't because oh, they're missing okay. out okay. on so much. Uh, on missing out so I much. beg to differ. I'm joking. But we've had this conversation. We're not doing we this have. right now. Okay, yeah, exactly. It like, will get heated. It will get very heated. We have a very big conversation about this. I, I don't have anything against K-pop. You know this as well. Like, yeah. I like it. Like, okay, I can appreciate. But it's just not your thing. It's just. It's just not my thing. It's just not my thing. Yeah, like I, exactly. I your... respect it and I I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate it. Yeah. And I understand how clever Literally. it is. I actually do. Um, but it's I the would... same with you. It's the same with you. You quite like your Punjabi songs exactly. and you know your yes. Indian Bollywood songs. I'm Punjabi and Pakistani. And I'm like, I, I can vibe to it. But it's not your thing. I wouldn't choose to listen to that yeah. in my own time. I think the exactly. only time we clash is when we're going out and we, we're choosing songs to play in the car. And it's oh, like yeah. the weirdest thing ever. Because and do you know what? The songs you put on sometimes. I'm yeah. like, how does this girl know these songs? Literally. But th- that's the thing I think about you. Because you will know the lyrics to like all these K-pop songs. And you're like, like all these BTS songs. And I'm just like driving because I'm always designated driver. And I'm just like, okay, I don't know any of this, but I'm going to pretend like I'm having the time of my life. Like... <laughs> But the thing is, the songs you sometimes the songs that I know that you listen to is only because my big sister listens yes. to them as well. Yes. And because I'm in the car with her a lot. And it's I've mainstream. Kind of picked up on them. Yeah. 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 Like mainstream. But then again, K-pop is mainstream as well, so it's yeah. just about what you listen to. Literally, it's, it's just the it's niche. A hit and miss. It's a hit and miss. It's the niche, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's 100%. crazy. 100%. Okay, so. If we go back to like how we met and stuff, obviously, like we said, it was in primary school. Um, And for the record, guys, like I, I think, I think I've always said this to you. Like I always used to annoy you so much in primary school. Like I would literally, do you remember like walking up and down stairs and stuff like that? I would catch on to the one word she'd say and I'd absolutely violate her for it. And then one time she invited me to her birthday party. She really would. Literally, do you remember? And like, it was fun but then after that when we got to like secondary school oh my god so we went to two totally different secondary schools didn't we um like you went to the local one and I and I went Mm -hmm. to the one in like a totally different side and oh my god like I feel like that's when then we fell out on touch we fell out of touch like yeah obviously it was around mid-secondary school like maybe after year nine I'd say year eight yeah right okay yeah right yeah you wanted to get rid of me that bad yeah basically so, i was so sick of you i'm joking <laughs> no um yeah so we kind of like went our own ways and then college as well we weren't really because we went to different colleges um and at, for the record though rabs like i actually didn't speak to anyone from our ends did you not 
bro oh my god so today okay so basically today this i had to drop this auntie off um to a funeral and um she was asking me like if i knew the the guy who passed away if i knew his like i don't know cousins or something some of these girls that you know live close by and i literally said to her i said it in punjabi as well and i said to her i go you know the crazy thing is i've lived in this area for my whole life but i don't know anyone and think about it right because the only people i know from our ends is the people who went to our primary school yeah and even then it's only because like i've reconnected with them through social media even though we don't really talk so like when i went off to secondary school and and sixth form like i literally did not know anyone from oldham and you on the other hand you know everyone i feel like but everyone our age but do you i though do you do like I literally don't know to i went honestly, no. I, can, I can recognize them by face but yeah. ask me to call their name yeah it's not happening i'm really bad with names when it comes to like people near yeah. our area but any auntie i'll recognize their face and i'll say islam to them and everything like that but i would be able to tell you where they live I just oh, no. like but it's like when we went to university as well and like there were quite a few people from our ends like getting the bus and everything and you were like oh yeah that no, surprised me because we yeah, were that always, shocked that always shocked me but you won't you it's actually you crazy because see like obviously a vet like my brother he's going to the same uni now as well and there's a few people that he knows and a few people from work even that are going to that place and i was just no like way. yeah to our university and i was just like what like oh my god like literally one of his close people that he works with at work yeah. They, went, they ended up at the same university and I was just like oh my god okay it's it's a very small world same I course think. as well yeah same course but he's in first year I think and obviously Vess is in second year so oh okay yeah yeah that that makes sense that literally makes sense. yeah I guess for this field is it as remote as we thought it was I mean remote enough but <laughs> don't yeah, get me started yeah, on that please. um but yeah so anyways back to the thing and then obviously we met again at the end yes, of six form yes we did um no not in sixth form it wasn't but I think it was like towards the end no 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 we only no dude I don't think so I think we only started thinking again it was after sorry it was it was between... just after we got our results yes and it, it was, was the day we were talking about um if we were gonna like if we were gonna get into the universities we applied for and I was freaking out you were freaking out yes and I was like oh my god am I gonna get in am I gonna get in yeah I didn't get that good grade guys um, yes she did but no, you, like, did, oh you, God, did, you did. You did great. You did all right. Yeah, we I did, did all right, but not good enough for the entry requirements, and oh, I was God. a bit freaked out. This and is what I always was, say. Like, does it? I don't know if you know this, but when you called me that day, yeah. I don't know if I should say this on the podcast, but I'm going to. I was on the toilet. Nah, when you no. me, Wait, what? <laughs> you were? <laughs> no way! You were stressing on the, on the toilet. toilet. Yeah. See, I'm really good at hiding that fact. Because Do you know what I want to call just... it? Yeah. Stress relief. Get lost. <laughs> that's oh my good, God. right? Gal, gal, Stress relief. Oh my. Okay, now that's too much. That's a trigger. No. <laughs> trigger one. Stress that. relief. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Stress relief. But you were stress relieving yourself. I and... mean, yeah. Mom freaked yeah. me out that day. It was so bad. So, um, I obviously didn't even get into the first university I applied to, right? And um, she comes in and she's like, oh, okay, how did it go? And I told her the good news first, like, mom, I got into this university. They've offered me this. Okay. But she was like, is it the university you wanted to go to? And yeah. I'm like, mm, not really. I'm still waiting on that response. 
And she said, well, okay, there's no need to be that happy because you still don't oh. know if you're going to go to the university. Oh my God, my not. mom said the same thing to me. <laughs> she did not. She did not. <laughs> yeah, because... She was like, well, no, there's no need for you to be that happy because you don't know if you're going to get into the university you want. And dude, I could not breathe. I could not eat. I could Why not, are like, Asian parents like this? Anything other than that because I thought I'd run out of my options. Yeah. I didn't know what I was going to do. And then I finally, it was, um, so I had to go to the local shops to get mum somewhere. And on the way back, I came home and I opened up my emails mm-hmm. and it said that I'd gotten in. And I was like, this can't be real. Like, I did I really get into Huddersfield? Literally, yeah. And then I rang them up to confirm. And then I, they were like, yeah, you got in. And I started oh, crying. And then I cried too much. I remember I you crying. Going, like, meeting Nuffield and like, thanks and everything like that. You were crying. It was an emotional day. That was the first time I think I'd ever happy cried. Oh my god! Ever. Oh my god! See, that's the crazy thing because I remember. Then I see I didn't get into my well. I got into my top choice uni, but yeah. it was uh, because my grades didn't meet the actual original entry requirements. So they were like, "Oh, you can do a foundation oh, okay. year." Yeah, University of Manchester. And I was like, "I'm not sure if I really want to do that." Um, you know. I'd rather just do the three years at Huddersfield. And I wasn't too bad because actually crazy thing is, subhanAllah, the way Allah works, right? Is, you know, when you make the art and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like he he answers it in a way better than you could ever imagine. This was actually one of those examples because when I then got into Huddersfield, well, when I then actually accepted Huddersfield as my um, insurance and I got in, um, I was happy with it because I was like, I remember going to Manchester on like the open day or like the interview. I think it was for the interview and I was like I don't like this place like literally it was crazy right because it was there was nothing wrong with the uni it was the town the city because I was so back then I was 17 and I'd never really traveled I didn't go out much and I was just like this city is so scary like it's so big because quite literally like you know for the people who aren't from Manchester if you ever go to Manchester City Central, the first time can be a bit of a hit. Like, it's so busy, it's so jam-packed. You know, they literally call it a mini London for a reason. And, like, you know, there's so many conversations in politics and all that about why they want to move, you know, the capital city to Manchester. Like, why they want to call Manchester the capital from now on. And there's a reason. Like, it is fast-paced. Fast-paced? It's fast-paced. <laughs> it's jam-packed. Yeah. It yeah. is. And... Like, I remember going when I was 17, little old me, and I was just like, I can't do this. And I didn't, I started to regret, like, actually choosing it. And then, like, subhanAllah, like, I went to Huddersfield. And now, we don't have an issue with going to the city, do we? Like, we don't actually have an issue going to Manchester. Do you think the fact that you didn't like that it was fast-paced and it was jam-packed, that's one of the reasons why I love Manchester so much. You loved it, yeah. Oh, yeah, that is literally your place. That's your vibe. Because what are you doing now? I always say this, you can do whatever you want over there. You can dress you can however you want. Whoever you can you want. do whatever you want. So, do you know what? The thing is, the fact that you didn't like it was fast-paced and jam-packed is one of the reasons why I love Manchester so much. Literally, it's like you can do whatever you want and you want to stick out. Like, from our town, if yeah, you even true. step out a little bit out of the ordinary, you will get stares, you will yeah. feel uncomfortable, and you literally would just want to run home. 100%. So, Manchester is literally perfect for me I love it I love it what's the what's the weirdest thing you've ever been told by someone from our ends like about your clothes or about like just generally like maybe your like the person you are maybe any like birthmarks any height any anything like what's the thing that you've been told by someone like the worst thing you've ever heard well height has always been a thing we already course, know this yeah. Yeah. it's a fact How by the way guys I'm like four foot six Thank I'm like you. tiny for my age. <laughs> um 
Fun size. What, do you remember when I had um, those green strands? Yes. Yes, I remember. I literally got scoffed at right in front of my face for having oh, green hair. Oh, that is so awkward. And That's... it was from one of the girls that we know, her little brother. <gasps> okay, after this ends, I definitely want to know who this is. I am so... I was ah. like, okay. Okay. You know, See, you know who it is. I think oh. you know who it is. You know what? I probably I like, do. I probably have like a, I have an inkling. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, guys. She just, yeah, she just smiled the way. Okay, but that says a lot yes. about that that person in in sense. Yes. We all know. Oh my god, that's crazy. Okay. And I was like, excuse me. At least I, I like you know try yeah. different things, and you know. How crazy is you've gone from that to being a hijabi? Different. So yeah. Um. I only started wearing the hijab, or I'm trying to perfect the way of wearing yeah. the hijab since around May time this year. Oh my god, it was yeah, it was May. No way. Yeah, it was because. Yes. I would say it was just before. after we finished university. It shows or like just about finishing university. Beginning of May or like, bef- yeah, it was like definitely, April. Definitely around that time. Definitely around the time we were Yeah, hundred percent. It was. Oh my and god. I was. It, it Okay. So, throughout the entire university, I've always been like, okay, maybe I should start. Maybe I should start. And then, um, in 2018, Alhamdulillah, my family were able to go to Umrah. And even after Umrah, sure. I didn't wear it because I felt like. Yeah. So I debated it a lot. I debated yeah. it a lot whether I should or not, and that told me itself that I wasn't ready to commit to it. Okay, yeah. Which, now that I look back, is the truth because this time it didn't even take me a second. I just decided to wear it one day at home, not even outside anywhere. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, that's it. I'm just going to start wearing it. I remember when you told me. I remember. So, well, I don't know how you told me. I think you either sent me a picture or you messaged me. That's what it was. And when you sent me the picture or something, guys, like, I can't tell you for reference. So, just for reference, I've been wearing my hijab, I think, since primary. I spoke about this on an episode about my journey with the hijab. And, you know, wearing hijab in primary and then pretty much like wearing it religiously, like since the age of like 15, 16. And now getting to a point where I wore it to my first ever like family wedding recently. Like that was personally for me a big step because obviously like, you know, though, like I didn't really wear, I wore it everywhere. But like when it came to weddings and like Eid, for some reason I would take it off, right? But then this time I was like, no, like I'm going to be wearing it. So Alhamdulillah, I wore it. But this concept that I'm trying to say is that I was wearing it forever and you only started wearing it now and there was always that thing of like I was wearing hijab and you weren't but then when you wore it um the oh my god like I can't explain to you to this day I'd say that was probably one of the highlights of my life like when you started wearing hijab no it wasn't like it was because I just felt so happy and I think the first thing that I said to you for real seriously yeah for real because I was just like so so happy because the thing is like when you were like looking more into Islam recently I feel like I kind of was seeing that with you because the conversations we have are deep, right? Right. And like, you know, you were like talking. So I'm not going to ruin that for everyone. You're going to talk about that, like how you got into it and everything. But like, just like the the concept of hijab and everything, like you started wearing it. And I was just like, oh my God, like, Alhamdulillah, subhanAllah, she's got it. She's found it, you know. And the first thing I think I said to you, do you remember? The first thing I think I said to you was I was so over the moon. I was hyping you up and everything. And then after that, the serious thing yeah the serious yeah that and the serious thing I said was don't don't make a habit of taking it on and off 
Oh no, no. Yeah. See, that's why I was debating it. That's why I was debating it because yeah. at that moment when after Umrah, I was like, if I'm debating it so much, whether I want to wear it or not, yeah, there would be a point where I'm like, you know what, it's fine. Just yeah. take it off. Just Literally. take it off. No one, no one really matters, anyways. And because it was halfway through university, it yes, was that it thing was. of like, you know, being judged for starting to wear it. But do you think the pandemic really, made it easier? Yes, 100%. 100%. Because one, so 2018 was like halfway through our university, wasn't it? Yeah. It was just about the start. My bad. We started in 2018. We did, yeah. Oh, yeah, we yeah, did. we did. Yeah, yeah. So Umrah was in 2019, then I'm guessing. Anyways, around that time, around that time, it was halfway through university. And I was like, okay, if I start wearing it now, the Asian lads and literally the Asian girls would be like, oh, look at her, you know, trying to wear it now. Like, why did she just wear it in the beginning? And there was a few people who said, why don't you wear one? On quite a few occasions, actually. We were just like, your friends wear it because all of my friends wear hijabis. They were like, oh, your friends wear it. Why don't you wear it? And I never really had the answer to that. I was like, I don't know. I just don't wear it. And then it got me thinking, like, why don't I actually wear it? And then I realised it was because I didn't want to be judged. And um, so it took me all of university to figure out that it was because I didn't want to be judged. And then once university finished, and I know I was never going to see them people again, I was like, why not? Why not? So I just decided to wear it one day at home. Really liked the style that I did. And um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep it. I'm going to try it. My God knows my intentions and inshallah it'd be an easy journey for me. And now, honestly, if even if I did go back to not wearing one, which I don't plan to, I feel like I'd be too uncomfortable for yeah. some reason. I think like, I feel like point. I'm not representing oh, my yes. religion properly, which is another reason that I wanted to wear it because my man had been growing at that point. Mashallah, and I was like, okay, was... but how do I how do I represent that? I'm not really doing what I believe in. So I was like, okay, it's time. And you were at a pivotal point then, I think. I, I mean, think I was. Towards the end of university, definitely. It was like, like I would be talking to you and stuff like messaging or coming over to your house and you'd be like, oh, so at night, like I was listening to the Quran app and, you know, I was reading the translation and the recitation of the oh, Quran yeah. and everything. And I was just like, like for me to hear that from you was such a big thing because mashallah, like we didn't really, see, this is the thing I don't understand. The thing is, right, in Islam as well, you're supposed to surround yourself with good friends. You're supposed to choose wisely the people you decide to hang out with. And the people who put you on Dean, the people who you can have conversations about Dean with, like hands yeah. down to this day, I will say forever, those friends are the best. Like the friends oh, that you can... Hundred, right? You can talk to them about Islam. You can have conversations that you can talk about the difficult things, and it just comes naturally and free. And you don't feel uncomfortable like that kind of friendship. I feel it is so underestimated. But like oh, yeah. with you, especially a hundred percent to this day, we've always. I feel like we even speak about this. And guys, like this is a crazy thing um on the podcast. Like I feel like everyone has their mistakes. Everyone has their setbacks and downfalls. And the crazy thing is, um first of all, going from like a small town to then going to university and seeing like so many like different people, different personality characteristics, and being surrounded by that as well. Um, I think I had a tendency to judge. Do you remember? Oh yes. Yes. Oh yes. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. So I had. Yes 
she's like literally she was close with guys even me even me so like my fashion choices and how you like do my hair and stuff she's like "Mm, Robbie do you really want to be doing that and I'm like yes yeah but that was I think that came from a lot of things number one being from such a small like family who you know we're very conservative or something number two from an area where it's just so ridiculous like you cannot do what you want and then number three going to an all-white school and stuff like that so me thinking all the other Asians would be like me and then seeing that they weren't and then me thinking oh my god like no no no. so with you as well like for example dyeing your hair and stuff like that I used to find a hard time accepting it but the crazy thing is guys like this is the craziest thing I think this is the first time I and I'll never forget this because this is so crazy we thought we were talking about this the other day so obviously you had you know one of your friends um one of the most beautiful girls in the world um obviously not gonna say like the name or anything like that um she was obviously um when we first went to university we had obviously very different friendship groups because I was doing biomedicine you were doing architecture and we were friends with very different people and you obviously were you talked to me about your friends and showed me pictures and stuff and she showed me a picture of this girl and this girl was pretty much wearing like a crop top I think and you know she was like pausing in the middle of the supermarket first of all icon like she looked like an icon oh she's right because there's not enough words for her yeah but at the same time the first thought that came in my head was oh my god she's a muslim and she's wearing a crop top and she's got her hair out and stuff like that do you remember and i said that to you i was like she's a muslim oh why is she wearing that for do you remember and yeah like seriously this is the crazy response that you gave me and it just put things into perspective you turned around you went well you know i don't really judge her for like what she's wearing that's between her and Allah like that's not any of my responsibility I'm so sorry I look back and that's no, kind of but it's no but this is the thing like it made me feel so at first it stunned me right I was like whoa Rabs and then second time I was like no nah, you know what she's got a point 100% she's right I'm wrong because like for you to tell it's you know true what's crazy now yeah Alhamdulillah she's, she's a full-time hijabi yeah, as well subhanallah she's subhanallah he subhanallah used to, like he that used to is go insane. out all the time everything like that you know obviously when you're not when you're not in the environment that we were in she was obviously yes. from a different background and everything like that it's very easy to fall into other type of things and not saying she did anything wrong no 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 but it was that she was discovering herself as well and she became a hijabi before I did she yeah. was one of the reasons why I was inspired as well because I was like if she can turn her faith around yes what's stopping me what's stopping you and she's actually us two them me and her are very similar we did architecture she changed to interior design and now I'm doing interior design for my master's she's into art I'm into art we're very similar in that sense so yes go for it why not and like honestly like out of your friends stuff like she's she just sounds I've never met her to this day actually that's crazy I've never met her but you never know see I don't know if you'd vibe with her you think so I don't think you know she's not in not in the sense that she she's a bad person or anything. You're two you're two very different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent, I understand that. Yeah. And she she can either be very quiet, yeah, or she can be very outgoing and everything, depending on how she's feeling. Depending, yeah. And I don't know if that's your cup of tea. To be honest. Oh, you know what? Never say never. But I mean, never say never. Never say never. One thing I will say is. Get, thank you for like putting that in my head because here's the thing right you can no but this is the thing like actively you can see you can actually literally see someone doing wrong right and you can be like okay you know what i know you're a muslim gtxyz stuff like that but you shouldn't be doing this like you know that's not the islamic way but the thing is at the end of the day allah didn't leave you in charge 
And I know, I know that this is one thing that we have a big problem with in our time and our generation, the whole concept of um, only Allah can judge me who you to say, right? Like a lot of people are talking about yeah. this and a lot of scholars are saying this about this as well. Like, yeah, okay, um, we can't judge you, but for you to use that as a way to justify your excuses and your behaviors is not right. But at the end of the day, like seriously, I think I, I start to realize this more now, like more so than ever, is that first look at yourself before you start to point things out in others because you best believe they probably see that in themselves already you know what i mean 100 they probably already see that yes this girl literally one of the first few deep conversations me and her had was about her journey in islam she was like i am looking into you know yeah getting more serious i do want to do this i want to start dressing more modestly blah 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 and i was like there's nothing stopping you and once again it was that thing of being judged and you know just not wanting to let go of all yeah. habits yeah, yeah so hard. you were so comfortable in that and that was one of the things for me as well because I was so comfortable with like how my hair looked how my dress sense was with that and because obviously when you wear a hijab you have to consider what you're wearing as well you can't 100%. be wearing something that's contradicting it yes so I had to kind of change the way you dress and everything and that was a big step for her and the fact that it was one of the first few conversations we had in general yeah I was like okay yeah definitely this girl she's got she's might take a time he might fumble a little bit but that's the same with anyone as well because your faith always fluctuates 100 percent. regardless okay. of your hijabi anything it's all over the place i i had a question right and i just literally thought of this now because we were talking about this um so this was a this was a question i can't remember i'd seen it and it did make me think twice you're a hijabi okay i'm a hijabi what do you think about the whole concept of private stories with girls only? And like basically like having your hair down, um, you know, on private stories, you know, with girls only. What do you think about that? Because there's so many opinions on this. Really? I didn't. Yes. Wow, there's so yeah. many opinions on it. Like personal no. opinions, like. Really? No, yeah. I don't think there's any harm in it as long as you're not. Because, come on, we're human. Yes, yes. Do you get what I mean? There is some type of vanity in all of us. Regardless yes, if oh, it's, 100%. Regardless if it's just when it's in your own time or if you... If you have good hair, you want to You want to flaunt it, bro. Yeah, of course. Simplize. It's hard. It's a struggle. Especially when you see yourself all dressed up and everything like, I wish someone saw me like this right now. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's, what's the harm in showing a couple of girls? yeah so that right um with that i i had the exact same view like i was like yeah there's yeah. nothing wrong and even like now like uh you know private stories and stuff like that like sometimes i will but one thing that kind of held me back was this thought and i think it's maybe because i experienced it myself was not all the girls are good friends yeah does that make sense see that's okay that this depends on who you add it. But why would you put girls yeah. on your private story that you're not close Ex- enough with? Again, I thought that. But I always, I, I realise this and I've seen this true, is that sometimes um, in life, the people who you think, like, you know, are great and stuff like that, they may not fully support you deep down, 100%. And then it only comes to light down the future. Or it could also be unintentionally as well. It like, they're just be. scrolling through it and people are around them and your st- private story pops up. Yeah. Mm, there you are there you are 
But then again, that won't be your fault, though. You, you would not know, you're right. Accountable for that you because it was no one's intention for you to see that. Do you get what I mean? Even if some girls were evil enough to do not, okay, maybe evil is a strong word, but you know, if do you think were, it's disrespectful? That is disrespectful yeah, to a massive extent. There. Yeah. If they were disrespectful enough to do that, then once again, that's on them. Yeah, it's on them. That's see, on them. I. I felt this, I think, I felt this when I was thinking about this a lot was um, back when I was talking to a friend and I think you know who it is I'm talking about. Um, a friend who was a very good friend in the past and then just turned absolutely rotten and, you know, realised, we just realised she didn't have the best intentions and stuff. So back then on WhatsApp, do you remember on my WhatsApp, I'd have pictures of myself without my hijab. And the reason for that was because all of my, um, all of my contacts were female. Like I literally, and I didn't have any external contact. So I literally only yeah. had like my family and like close friends. That is it. Like I didn't have like um people I'm buying or sending things from. I didn't have work contacts. I didn't have anything like that. I literally just had girls, right? And that was literally like about 10 girls, maybe even like that. And it only came to light after she was going around and telling my other friends, like, I don't think she's a hijabi. Oh, I don't think that she dresses like this. I think she really likes to go out and she just gets dolled up for no reason. And she likes to go and show her everything like that. And I remember thinking, where has she got this from? Where has she got this from? Like, I was sitting there thinking to myself, I don't understand to what perspective or what, what like point you would think that about someone, right? And exactly. I was thinking about this, literally racking my brains. And then I thought that this is literally the only thing because I didn't even have social media at that time. And I was thinking to myself, this is literally the only thing that I can think of. And I thought that was disrespectful to go around and tell other people and say this to other girls about me. Because number one, I had classified you as a very close friend. Number yes. two, it's about the whole assuming thing. And it comes back to that. Like it was low key a bit of a taste of my own medicine as well to a certain aspect, if you think about it. But I was like, that was not okay of you to go around and say it to other people when you don't even know the truth. And I found that so surprising because I realized I knew I did nothing wrong. Like I was like, no, like I didn't have any guys, like nothing like that. I didn't have even any work contacts. I didn't have any like small businesses, nothing like that. So I was like, for you to say that kind of hurt. But that's when I started to think about it. But like back to what you were saying, why would you have friends? Why would you have girls that you can't trust? And I agree with that 100% now. Like, I don't think like, um, I show my face on social but like on my close on my private story sorry I do and it's one of them where I'm like even then I'm always checking like who I've actually got on my private story type thing but yeah like it comes back to that whole concept for my private story I only have people that I've known in person and I I class as good friends that I know won't do anything shady like that but even if it's do you know what sometimes I feel like strangers yeah are less likely to pull that type of stuff than your own close friends are. Oh my god! A you stranger would be like, "Oh yeah, okay, yeah, that's fine, move on." But sometimes friends can be a bit of a iffy, iffy type of stepping yeah. stone. But then again, it, it'll just come back to who your friends with. You have to judge. Okay, speaking of judge, do you, question: okay. Should you judge a book by its cover? Oh, this. Oh God, it's such a difficult, a difficult thing. Should, should you use your book by its cover? Right. I think should. you should. Sometimes. Sometimes. I think, okay. Sometimes definitely. However, if this was a general approach you were using to like see and kind of like assess everyone that came in your life, I don't know if it'd be accurate. Um, and the reason for that is because um, like we know, 
you know some people look a certain way but they're a totally different person you know and like for example yeah. like you know the whole concept of like would you hang out with this person would you hang out with that person but there was something about that you know I I read somewhere where it said something like you know the people who you hang out with or the people mm-hmm. who you choose to surround yourself with you will then be identified by them does that make sense I that does that like does. you know th- yeah so like if you're going to be hanging around with certain people or something like that, you have a certain group or whatever, this is where they come out to be careful of who you choose your friends with because also yeah. it can rub off on you. So like I know a girl who um, was wearing hijab and her, it was actually her sisters. It wasn't even her friends. It was her sisters. They didn't wear hijab. They never have worn hijab, nothing like that. They love to get dressed up and everything like that. And she did as well. And then she started to get into the gym. She was like, oh, actually, you know, I want to wear hijab. So she started wearing hijab. And then I think it was a few months after, um, she took she took it off and it was even a few months i think it was like a year she took it off and by the way they were incredibly close like these they're, they're tiny sisters and we yeah. were like talking to her like why did you take it off she was like because they didn't want to take pictures with me anymore she was like they don't want to take pictures no with me. yeah yes seriously they were like oh. they probably thought that because they probably thought more about their yes. image yes Yes, and, and how like, they'd be seen. Yeah, they were like, "We don't want to take pictures of you. You look so much nicer with your hair out. Why don't you just take it, take it off one day? Or oh, it doesn't suit you. This color doesn't look nice. You look way better with your hair out, etc., etc." And she felt so pressured. I heard that, you know. She took it off, and so many friends have been like that. A girl I was talking to recently, um, she's she's off to university now, and so you know she went from college to university, but her college was part of a school, so it was like a sixth form, and yeah. she said to me. When she left sixth form and now she's been going to university, like her best friend, she's known her since the day she was born, type of thing. And the girls that they used to be friends with, a lot of them they don't talk to anymore. And it's because they kind of were like left by those girls. And she goes, You will not believe it. These girls were like hijabis, they were wearing perfect clothes. Blah, blah, blah. The minute they left, they literally don't wear much. Like, seriously, like they don't wear much. And I said to her, the first thing I said, they were probably still good people. I said, because I remember I learned from my own yeah. mistakes with you. And I said, you know what? They probably still good people. And she goes, no, because I know they weren't good people back then, but I couldn't get rid of them. Like I couldn't let go of them because I'd known them my whole life. <laughs> and it comes back to that whole thing of judging a book by its cover, but also like, should you judge a book by its cover? I don't know, to a certain extent, maybe. Because the people who you're yeah. with, it rubs off on you. And rather you, are, you will be identified by them. Do you know what it is? Like speaking of, you know, people saying, oh, why don't you just take it off for one day? Blah, blah, blah. I actually have heard that for my own self before no. as well and considering I've only only wore one for a few not well it has been quite a long time now wait but, you have and it was a family member okay it was a family member as well okay. not my immediate family but one okay. of my family members they were like yes oh why did you, why have you started wearing it you, you were like your hair looks really nice before you know you don't need to wear it it's fine you can take it off and I've I heard that like, before no, as well no, I'm gonna I'm gonna carry on wearing it and she was like yeah I know I know I know but so the day my forehead looks big in it, and I'm like, I don't That's see rude. that. That's rude. Hang on, that. like, I don't oh, see yeah, that. No, your hair. Surely she goes, oh no, your hair's starting to thin from the front <gasps> as well. I don't think you should wear it anymore. And I'm like, ah, oh my god, you did not just say that. That is you the did... level. What? What? Okay, you know this is it. First and foremost, this is it of our Asian families. They are not afraid to say what they think <laughs> to your face, like. My girl just went up to you and said, yeah, by the way, you're losing. He has to take it off. Like, ah, that is the rudest thing ever. 
Oh my god, I oh that is insane. Like, I wow, instead of saying, Oh, you're very good, well exactly. done, you good, you know. She, I, think... she, I don't know if she wears it herself, but because she's older, she's right. older. Like, it's one of them. Yeah. Basically, it was one of my aunties. Um, and I was like, Well, don't you wear one? Mm. So why would you just tell me to take it off? Or do you or is it one of those where you just quickly put one on? And that's it. And you walk out the house, that type of thing. Do you get what uh, I mean? Yeah, it's sad. But I was like, that isn't something you say to someone who's it's trying not. to it's work not on their religion, you know? That's just that's just like anything. Anything like someone reading your writing and saying, Oh, I think you, you were better without writing it anyways, so you might as well just stop. It's not gonna get any it's not gonna get far anyways. That yeah that would be like oh my god you know what it is it's oh. kind of crazy because um i feel like now today's this day and age as well to first of all learn your dean or to uh kind of like focus on your dean or stay on your dean yeah. is so difficult or rather the effort right the yes. effort you are making to know or understand your dean is always beaten down by the people who you would least expect it from so the effort. So for yeah. example, if there's a hijabi who basically is struggling with a hijab or she's just started wearing it and there is hair showing here and there, like, first of all, okay, yes, that's not correct hijab. We can all understand that. We can appreciate that. But I also read somewhere where for every strand of hair that you are showing, you're going to get sinned for that. So just deep that and understand the concept of by you choosing to cover your hair or getting making the effort to cover your hair, you are, you're covering more than you are uncovering and yeah. so you know you hear other people being like why is she wearing it she might as well take it off you know she doesn't have to wear it or you're showing her anyway but the thing is at yeah. least you're trying like at least you are trying and it's always the people who either are full hijabis themselves or who do not yeah. wear the hijab like you do not wear the hijab one bit yet they feel as if they need to give out their opinions on everyone else and it's very hard as well you've also got things like um struggles like you know dressing modesty that's very hard um you've got like you know making personal choices like some people will be yeah. like i chose not to go to university because i didn't want to take a student loan and yeah. sometimes they'll get called out for that right they'll be like oh yeah. but you know Literally. you should have because it's good for you um the one that i'm kind of struggling with right now myself and i think i spoke to you about it as well is the whole concept of interest in mortgages yeah. um because obviously it is, you know, not okay to get um, a mortgage, you know, if you are Muslim. And we know why, because of the interest, right? So interest for those who do not know in Islam, interest is not okay at all because it's a big sin. You know, we don't take interest. And the reason for that is obviously because, number one, you get, you're basically paying more than you would need to. It's not okay. And it's very, it's just basically considered a very big sin. It's like a scamming of money right and mortgages obviously in the uk in most countries as well they work on an interest-based theme and so the whole concept of earning your house or renting your house or da, 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 like it's really playing and playing on my mind and messing up on it for that and there are so many opinions on it a thousand and one opinions and you've got people saying yeah that's right you shouldn't be growing a mortgage and other people being like uh but i genuinely okay to own so your house. To cut, cut no no it's all right but i genuinely feel like in this day and age yeah. With the way the economy is in this country, it's near enough impossible. It is impossible, true. It's it literally impossible. near enough impossible for us to buy a house outright without yeah, without yeah. having a mortgage. Because dude, how at our jobs, how exactly. much should we make? Exactly. We don't you make... really think that we could 
save up that much, live a norm, like an actual decent life instead of nitpicking every little thing and spending the bare minimum to save up to buy a house, which is going to be what a hundred grand anyways. Exactly. You get what I mean? It's very tough here. And even moving to a different country, people will say, okay, well, then move to an Islamic country. Islamic countries are the same, I'm guessing. It's hard. It's hard in general. Like, yeah, living costs and, you know, the whole difference. But Same with um, student loan. Like, obviously, myself, I did have to take out a student loan. There was no other way for me to go through education without taking a student loan. It just wasn't possible. Me too. Especially for the three years that we just did. Yeah. Do you really think I could build up nine grand to just give away? It's hard. It's so difficult. It's, It's just not possible. And I literally only went through university without having to rely on mom because yeah. I didn't have a job at that point because of my maintenance loan as well yeah and it's it's as bad as I feel about it it was the only way I could do it same with masters same yeah. with masters but this time for masters I've only done my tuition loan the bare minimum and I it was on my head that okay I know I know it's a big sin I know it's not the right thing to do but it was the only way I could have done it and mm-hmm. it's not because I'm doing it for a selfish reason. I want to. I do want to have a good future. I do want to provide enough for my family. And the only yeah. way to do that would be to go through education. And it was tough. It was tough, but it was, I had to. There was yeah. no other choice for me. I would be literally, as frankly as I put it, I would be able to give a proper excuse to my family as to why I'm not going to university. Yeah, uh, it's, it's very If I difficult. turned around and said that, oh, I don't want to go to university because of the loan, they'd be like, be quiet. Yeah. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but you know what's like... crazy as well, Rob's like, um, in terms of like applying to uni and getting to uni and stuff like that, and then doing uni and the whole concept of interest is flat, I only started realizing towards the end of university, like because I was only looking into my dean recently, like the pandemic and stuff like that, like you. And only that's when I started to touch on and even then I didn't fully touch on it. Like I don't really understand. And even yeah. now, just now, like I've started to realize the sin and you know the punishments stuff like that. And I'm just like Ooh. Okay, but okay, in that sense, in that sense. This mm. is just a conversation. What about taxes? Yeah, well, okay, with taxes, you're paying... How is that allowed? Because at the end of the day, they are taking money from you. They are taking extra money from you. But is it a scam? Do you get what I mean? I don't know if it's a Because if you think about because loan-giving companies, they do need to make a profit. Simple yeah. as they're only, they're only able to do the business that they do is because they make enough profit for them to give it back out. Same yeah. taxes, like, I understand that taxes go back to the government. I'm guessing, I don't really know. I don't but know how it works. Neither do I. They go back and then we somehow pay for... See, that's where I'm thinking. Because taxes, taxes actually taxes help the country. NHS, you know, healthcare. That's why healthcare is free for us. Like, if anything, it's a pool being put. And realistically, you are supposed to abide by the laws that the country you are living in, Islamically as well. So, like, taxes are a thing that we pay for but then at the same time we have so many benefits thankfully like free healthcare and stuff like that um yeah. some people also argue the fact as well and the government have said this to some part as well like student loans when you're repaying it it's not actually you're, repay, you're repaying a loan sorry it's more so a tax like it comes out of your yes, bill as a tax i've heard that i've heard that but it's like the concept of like how much did you take from the government and how much are you paying back? Like that's the interest that they're talking about. But I don't know, like it is a bit of a touchy topic. Because for us, isn't it that after 30 years it's wiped up? 30 years, yeah, yeah, it gets wiped off. Yeah. Like it's but if you think off. about it, we've graduated when we were 20, 21. Yes. Right. 
So thirty years on top of that, fifty-one. Do you really want to be paying out? Do you really want to be paying out till you're fifty yes, something? That's the thing. Do you get what I mean? Can you? But if you think about it, see, that's the thing. If we're able to get a stable job, inshallah, mm. one that we are aspiring to get, inshallah, I don't think paying our student debt would be that much. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Towards. I hope not. <laughs> you get what I mean? But yeah, it's crazy to think not. that. Definitely. <laughs> I hope not, but it's one of those that you just have to, obviously, once again, God knows everything, you know, yes. your intentions, you're not doing it out of malicious intent, you're literally doing it to survive. Yeah. You're literally doing it to survive, because without a degree, you're not going to, you're not going to get a decent job. Yeah. Simply put. You, you could probably work at a supermarket, you could probably work at, you know, like an office space and, you know, build your way up. That's different. Yeah. But for like a corporate job I think you definitely do need a degree it's yeah. impossible to get a job at a boba place without a degree nowadays I know yeah it's so difficult do you know what I mean yeah speaking um, of that I'm gonna apply to a boba place just so okay you know. yeah okay guys yeah. another thing I hate boba and Rabi which I was boba. See, I almost spat it out like anything out of a comfort zone no anything I do I no you don't I, no you don't I do I just no Ah, okay, yeah. Especially okay. Asian you, food. You are like more like East Korean. Asian food, like yeah, you know, okay. Korean food, yeah. Chinese food, anything like that. She ain't for it. She doesn't. She doesn't. I do I it. eat like pot noodles. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. Come okay. On. Pot, pot Come noodles. On. They're all right. I like pot them. Noodles I like pot noodles. Oh my god. Pot okay. noodles don't count. But it's noodles. Like mm. it's a concept. I don't know what pot it noodles is. Don't count at all. I like spring rolls. And um, our spring rolls. No, I've tried them. I I like noodles. I eat noodles from oodles all the time. So diverse. You're so diverse. Okay, that is to be fair. That's more South Asian based. I'll give you that one, not Eastern Asian. Literally, that's probably the most extreme you'd go for food. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, guys, um, thank you so much for joining us. I'm gonna have to cut this short though, because I have work tomorrow, and obviously, Ravia, you have you got uni tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. I have it on Friday. Oh, great. Okay. Well, this episode will be going out on Friday, inshallah. So um, please, please, please give a big listen to <laughs> it. Hang on. Go on. What time? Because I want to I wanna listen to it. 2 p.m. Because inshallah, it'll oh, be 2 p.m. Yeah. Okay. It's always 2 p.m., isn't it? So yeah. I can't wait, actually. It's going to be so exciting. I it's going to be a bit, I think it's definitely I know, a longer episode. So it's been really long, but I feel like we touched on some really nice, juicy topics there. We did. We, we did. did. We were a bit sorry if we were all over the place, but that's just literally our conversations. I think they just yeah, they go from one is... point to another. <laughs> literally, it was like fun. it was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. No, it thank you so for coming. I've been needing to be on here. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We need to do one with Mariam one day, inshallah. Yes. <gasps> yes. I'm getting Mariam on it. If Mariam is listening to this, I'm sure she'd be more than happy to do it. Hopefully, yes. Oh, that'd yes. be great. It'd but be yeah. Good. It'd be good. Anyways, guys, I'm gonna have to say goodbye. Please, please, where can they follow you if you want people to follow you? Oh, <laughs> um, one second. I'm gonna have to check my phone for that. I actually uh, don't know your handle. Neither do I. Who says handle? Well, okay, guys. Handle? So I have a normal Instagram, which is Rabia Nasir underscore, and then I have an art Instagram. If you guys want to follow that, it's amazing. Um, that's just Rabia Nasir forty five. I don't know why forty five, but forty five. I'll tag that one definitely. Yes. 
Okay. I just put my art, art stuff, you know, little drawings and paintings I've done. And then the other one's just a normal Instagram. So feel free to follow on whichever one you want. If you okay, want. great. I will definitely put that. I will put that out and please do follow the podcast and me on Instagram at the word affairs and Twitter. And like I said, check out the website um, for some blogs and for more episodes. Yes. So thank you so much guys. Um, And we will see you next week. Inshallah. Bye. Bye. Bye.